UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans. Since 1999. Hello, welcome to this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with... Andy Anderson. And we're going to talk about Michigan's season opening victory over Florida. A very convincing victory by a score of 33-17. to 17. Well, Andy, what did you think about that one? I thought it was a great victory for for, uh, for the Wolverines. Uh, once the Wolverines demolish somebody like Florida, everybody's going to say Florida is no good and all that. But they're they're a, a quality football team in some respects. They had some bad luck; had ten people out uh, due to uh, punishment for t- various transgressions. I think one, uh, most of them were out for credit card spending that was unauthorized. And one was out for using marijuana and getting caught. Uh, unauthorized marijuana, not once but twice. So they did have their troubles and they probably, they weren't at the top of their form. Because their leading receiver and leading uh, rusher were not there. But they still are a quality football team. They, they tried hard. And uh, Michigan did an excellent job, and that defense showed that it, what it's got stored for you in the future. Before the end of the year, it's going to be a very, very good defense. The offense has come a lot, lot, along a lot slower. I was disappointed in, in Wilton uh, throwing the two picks, although one, the first one you can't blame on Wilton. But that open receiver that was out there, just waiting for Wilton to hit him to clinch the game, I didn't like him missing that at all because that's reminiscent of the way they went down in the uh, in the losses they had last year. Well, anyway. well, the thing that struck me is I really thought this was a perfect opening game. Um, yeah. You know, Michigan won. Substantially, I mean, they definitely, you know, I'd say even in an overwhelming fashion. Um, and yet, there were still some obvious things to work on. You know, the last thing you want is a is a complete blowout um, where the team might get a little full of themselves. Um, you know, the thing that really struck me in this game is this was a road game, okay, no matter who technically was the home team. And it was really nice to see a Michigan team um, come out in the second half on the road and get stronger and and really do very, very well and really just put the hammer down on them. Um, they sure did. You know, you had those two pick sixes, which which kind of inflated uh, Florida's offensive total there, you know, or at least their point total. And you really, you know, I kind of had a little bit of uh, angst, wondering if Florida was finally going to rise up and, and really what happened is our defense just, just put a stranglehold on them and, and just dropped, again, I, you know, I say dropped the hammer just substantially. Now, I, I think that, uh, like you said, the offense definitely has some work to do. You know, the thing that I was really excited about is um, it's really nice to have something substantial to chew on. Um, you know, after, after, three, after four weeks of camp and... You can only ask the coaches how people are doing so many times. You can only talk to the players. Um, you know, you have something here. You, you have, um, you know, an entire game to go back and watch. 
and there were definitely some things to work on. Uh, I think the thing that, you know, my takeaways from the game are the defense is as fast as advertised. Um, now, are, are they going to, you know, it remains to be seen if they're going to be able to dominate everyone like that, but they are definitely fast. They are flowing to the ball. They are getting the job done. They are hitting. Um, the other thing on a more general um, tone is I don't know what targeting is. Um, you know, and that's something that I think college football in general is going to have to work on. You know, I, I really don't know when it is. I think Michigan got very fortunate that, you know, on the first uh, defensive play of the game, um, you know, they, they very well could have lost one of their players to that targeting call. And uh, You bet, uh, and, and a very good player because he had a hell of a good game. Yep, he was, he was great and, and, you know, definitely, um, you know, really, really played well. But again, it's just one of those things that's, I, I, I keep watching the targeting calls being called and being waved off or being called and not waved off. Um, again, not particular to Michigan, but, but definite. Um, you know, you mentioned Spade, and um, Spade's an odd one for me. Um, he is you, for me, too. You know, I think that uh, he's definitely, um, I, you know, I think from what we saw, there's no quarterback controversy. Um you know, um, John O'Corn got in a little bit, and that is John O'Corn. Uh, I, I have his name correct. I kept screwing up last <laughs> podcast. Um, but but the thing about it was, is that you know John O'Corn went in. He didn't like the world on fire. There's no quarterback controversy. Um, it, it's interesting because I just you know on those pick sixes, one wasn't Spade's fault. One definitely was. And then there was a, a wide open receiver, as you mentioned, late in the game. And you bet. As a, a guy, works. as a guy who's a returning starter, who's a veteran, um, with so many young pieces around him on offense, you, you expect better. I, I think he will get better. You know, Harbaugh mentioned that he was kind of surprised at, at some of the things. You know, he expected uh, a little better accuracy out of Spate. Um, now. The really good news on offense, man, we ran the ball. <laughs> and and Isaac, Ty Isaac was a big part of that. Listening to him after the on the you know Monday uh, when we were there for the press conference, and he talked afterwards. And uh, it's apparent that that he has changed his ethic regarding the work, and he's really putting in the work this year. He was knocking people down, finding the holes, and. And running with strength and speed, he did an excellent job. Excellent job. We'll see if he can keep it up. He certainly is a nice guy to hear. He's uh, impressive. He's not. Uh, we shook hands with him on the way out too. Yeah, he definitely. Had wished him well. For, that was fun. For a guy who's gone through so much, you know, coming in um, heralded and and not really. Um, you know, seizing the position, it's nice to see him get the opportunity and do well. You know, one thing that struck me looking at the, the post-game stats is that Michigan was almost perfectly balanced between rushing and passing. You know, they, they, ra- they, for t- yeah, they, they rushed for 215 yards and passed for 218. You know, that's pretty good balance. Now, uh, the, the other interesting thing was it looks like we have a field goal kicker. Yeah, he's so good. How do you, is it Nordine? I think that's the way you pronounce it. Yep. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting because, 
you know, here he is. He's four for six. He set, you know, Coach Harbaugh um, made a point of reminding everybody that he set a Michigan record for having over two um, 50-yard field goals. Over 50, yep. Um, yep. You know, he missed one. He missed a short one. And, and they talked about, you know, the breakdown in that play. But I'll tell you, for a guy who missed two field goals, uh, I feel... I feel amazingly good about him. It's, it's you know he he really nailed those long ones. Um, very well, if you remember back, if you remember back to the spring game, he hit one that uh, from over fifty yards too that could have gone a considerably greater distance. So the the kid said I heard him on on the on the radio after uh, today, and he said that he he got tired. Um, that being tired, his leg got tired from that much kicking, that much strenuous kicking. So it was the last two that he missed. Oh my gosh! I bought, I'm sorry, Andy. I oh my gosh! It's a tough life being a kicker. Six times. Wow! He swung his leg six times. Life is a struggle. Yeah. Well, well, he's not he's not used to the games yet, and he he practices more of that. He's. Uh, kicking into that net all the time on the sidelines, so he does get some use. I'm not going to discredit what he says, cause, uh, but I believe Harbaugh, and Harbaugh says one of them was technique. Yep. Oh, and yeah. Oh, oh listen. I'll get, listen, I'm giving him all the credit in the world. Just understand is, uh, yep. you know, when you see how hard the other players work running and hitting and, uh, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, my yeah, leg was, gonna, my leg was tired. So, the old uh, raspberry that they always get. Yeah, and, and again, that's kind of where I'm coming from. The other thing is is that now, really, the, the way for Michigan to fix this is to score more touchdowns and give him more work on nice, easy, you know, PATs. Um, Absolutely, you know, we want to see him rested. It's it's nice to have a weapon, you know, that, and especially to have shown the weapon to show that it's effective because it definitely. Um, changes the dynamic as you're as you're moving into scoring position. Um, so that was really nice. Now another thing that that wasn't great. Um, I really wasn't happy to see Grant Perry with his little uh, spinning the ball after the play. Um, Me either. I thought that was bushly. I don't like that at all. Well, and you know, for a guy who's had so much drama in the off season, I can understand him being excited to be on the field. It's great to see him excited about making a play, but you know, you really need to not draw extra attention to yourself after the saga that, that he's been through. Um, you know, he tweeted after the game that he'd heard that message loud and clear, and and hopefully, uh, you know, that's going to be, um, you know, won't be a problem. You know, the thing that struck, you know, Andy, one thing, the thing that struck me is, you know, we almost had 200-yard rushers in that game. You know, you had Ty Isaac, Ty Isaac with 114, and Chris Evans with 88. Um, you know, I'm, and I'm just going to round that up to 100. Let's just call it a day. You know, I mean, for for really what that game was, it was. You know, I'll tell you, my my winner. Two things that really struck me out of that game was how fast the defensive line played. Definitely lived up to the billing, um, and really the offensive line looked pretty good. And, and that's, I think, for me, was a surprise. You know, Isaac had a, a per carry average yardage of 10.4. So uh, well, I can't remember how many carries. I think it was something like 22, but he had, uh, well, it couldn't have been that much. But he had a 10.4 average. 
so he had the best game that he's had in Wolverine uniform. Yeah, what you and did, Andy, was, Andy, hold on. You crossed up. Ty Isaac had 11 carries, and Chris Evans had 22. So Chris yeah. was Chris was really the, the workhorse banging through, you know, um, and, and Ty Isaac kind of was the home run hitter there. Um, but, again, yeah. your, your point is well taken. I mean, uh, it, it, it was really nice to see both running backs – you know, having having a pretty good you know amount of success um, running behind that that offensive line. Um, and you know, there's some be, some behind that. You know, Higdon is no slouch, and Walker is the best inside runner that they got. He's big and fast and stuff. So they're loaded. They got a lot of people there, and and uh, bless his heart, old Harbaugh, old Harbaugh is using them. He's getting them in there. Let them have a little excitement on Saturday and giving us a little excitement. If they can run the football with that kind of defense that sets up the passing, they're going to be very tough to beat this year. But let's see how high they are for Cincinnati. Can they come out with the same swarming defense with two people always being in the right place uh, against a team that... uh, is a lot lower level than Florida, and not the first game. It is the first game in Michigan Stadium, and one of them said today that he really was looking forward to that because it was in Michigan Stadium. He gets out to come up uh, the tunnel and, and grab for the banner and touch the banner, and, and that's a big deal to him, and it should be. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do this upcoming week. You know, listen, I, I know we take one game at a time. You know, we always, you know, pull off that little chestnut and, and repeat it. Really, you know, I would be surprised if, if they didn't come out sky high for the home opener. I'm really looking at the third game. You know, and it's funny. Yeah. I know, again, we take them one at a time. And, listen, no matter, you know, yes, Florida was down players. But after your first game, you'd much you'd much rather be Michigan than Florida. Okay, there's no question about that. Absolutely, and, absolutely. You know, even with you know Spate kind of uh, having a little bit of a short circuit there a couple times, um, at least we know who our quarterback is. You know, I, I'm really looking at these next couple games, kind of to um, you know uh, again bring the offense up. Um, you know, avoid injuries, see how the defense can keep, you know, hopefully just strangling the other team. And, you know, for me right now, again, after after one game, and it's only one game, um, it's how fast the offense can get competent and deadly um, and if the defense can avoid key injuries. Yes, that's a big thing, I hope. Uh, one thing we should mention is how well first did. He was dead on that center for part of that game, nose to nose, and he pushed him back one time, pushed him back so that the guy stepped stepped on his quarterback's foot. Hurst really, really is a good football player, and he's getting better all the time. I've, I've gotten a few complaints from from some of our readers that, about the fact that Rashawn Gary did not live up to his star billing. And I thought he did. You gotta remember, people gotta remember that for the for a large part of the game when they were going against the spreads, they used a three three five stack and that 
alters the position that you put Roshan in. Uh, I think he had a credible game that he did very well, and that the people, if they're smart, are going to going to make the plays to the side opposite him, because he was chasing the mob out there quite often, shooing people over to the other side where a couple of our guys got hold of. So it was a very good John Brown performance. He had them knowing what was coming, and they seemed very well trained for a young team, so I have to give him a couple of kudos there. That I thought Brown did, had an excellent game plan and had his people execute it to perfection. You know, I, I guess this is the, uh, the curse of, of Michigan in that if you look at that game, they really held Florida to a field goal. Okay? That's cool. And so basically, you held Florida to a field goal and they had. 11 yards rushing. Okay? So... Pretty dismal for them, huh? Yeah, if, if you're going to find criticism in that, um, I, you know, again, listen, we, we definitely, Michigan fans have a high standard of excellence, and, uh, you know, that that's, it goes with being here. But, you know, when you held the, you know, held Florida to under 200 total yards offense, and... 11 yards rushing, you know, it's hard for me to, to be critical of anybody. Now, obviously, you know, for me, um, when I'm breaking the team down, listen, I'm excited to have one game in the book, but my next um, marker is after game three, okay? If we get to after game three and Rashawn is still MIA, you know, then it may be time for, you know, cause for concern. Um, you know, if Spain, oh, 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 if, wait, wait a minute. I don't, I don't think he was MIA. I thought he played a, I thought he played a decent game. It just this guy is complaining because he's not the star that right now of the entire offense, and that's uh, a that's the, a yeah, ridiculous thing. Yeah, of the thing. defense. Yeah, Ra- and see, Rashawn is a good football player. Oh yeah, and, and again, what I'm saying is, if he, uh, my guess is he's going to have a breakout performance. In the next three you games, bet he is. or yep. you know, again, it could very well be. Listen, um, you know, I think you could make a case last year that Jabril was so dominant on defense that that teams played away from him. Okay, That's and right. you know, he didn't have quite the interception totals that you would have liked. I mean, there. Are, but then you look and you say, well, you know, is he taking away part of the field? So again, after three games, I, I'm expecting Rashawn to, to have a dominant performance. Uh, you know, do they have yep. a star turn? And again, if he doesn't, well, that's one thing. But you know, again, for for how well the defense looked, um, you know, I think they take their wins and their successes as a squad. And as a squad, they were very yep. successful. Um, you know, one funny thing today is uh, Har- Coach Harbaugh was very, very adamant that um, he thought the performance of the offense during the pick sixes. Um, was his word atrocious? Meaning there was a lot of people standing around and not, you know, trying to make that play. And, and they have to understand that that's a quick change, and they need to get on it. And, and he sounded very, very excited about addressing that in practice. And I, I think that that was one of the first things that that was addressed. I, I don't think we'll. Hopefully, we won't see very many interceptions. But if we do, I think we'll see a lot more flowing to the ball. Um, 
And, uh, and you know, the, the other thing that, that was good is, you know, he, he really seemed he really seemed to be in a good mood today. And I think that yeah, he's happy. after watching the tape, okay, a lot of times coaches will come back and, and pick out, you know, a, a lot of things to be concerned about. I think if the only concern you have out of that game is, oh, the offensive players should have played defense better, um, you know, that's not, a, that's not a bad place to be um, for your first game of the season. It's a good place to be. You know, he yeah, actually, they're, they're, he actually, he joked. They asked him if he wanted to go out and make the tackle, and uh, he looked like he definitely had thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's a total competitor, that man. But he, he was very pleasant today. Uh, answered the questions very, very well as usual, and uh, he seems geared to have a pretty good season here. I hope that comes true for these fellows. And. A couple of things that they have that are, are nice. They seem to have an exceptional esprit de corps. They seem to play as a pack. Uh, no Furbish. I listened to him after, uh, in the scrum after uh, Harbaugh spoke. And, and uh, he was talking how, uh, wasn't it Winovich that made the hit? And then... Uh, he didn't get to fumble, and the two of them were kid joshing each other about that. That uh, Furball said, hey, I stole your glory, and one of which is okay, man. You did a good job. So it's a team that seems to be have a lot of friendly parts. They seem to be enjoy playing football. The, the weight of the world is not on these fellows. And the linebackers are much, much better. They're, they're smaller. They're faster. They get to the plate, and it's a mob defense. A lot of good things we saw. A lot of tough challenges coming up, but uh, maybe these guys are ready for them. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the UMGoBlue.com podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with Andy Anderson. Go Blue. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.